What's up, everybody? Welcome to Funeral Nation, episode 258. That's Jeff, the funeral commander, Harbison. I'm Ryan Thogmar. And my goodness, Jeffrey, it is 2023, and things are just this. We are moving. We are moving. It's a lot going on out here in our profession. So what are you hearing out on the street, Ryan, from your perspective? Uh, well, here's what I'm not hearing, which is really awesome. I think this might be the first time in a decade where I haven't heard dominating conversation around how to talk to cremation families. So I want to applaud. Ooh, you mean we've we actually are, figured it out now? I, I don't know if we figured it out. We're just uh, talking about it. <laughs> I hope that means we figured it out. Yeah, what do you say um, to how to, how to reach cremation families? I think the families have reached their conclusion that cremation's here to stay. I was uh, privy to a conversation not long ago about how do we get them to change their mind going back to a tradition traditional burial. I'm like, you are, so, yeah. How do you keep the sun <laughs> from shining? Okay, <laughs> ain't gonna happen. That's right. Well, I, okay, so there's, there's still, like, we, we've got two major issues facing death care, and, and these are a carryover, really, from the last, I'm going to say, 12 months, really, is the two biggest hurdles that I hear from funeral directors, and, we've, and we're seeing, we haven't released the results yet of our, our 2023 Connecting Director Survey, um, but pain points through those results right now have been and finding employees, I'm short-staffed, can't find help. And then we're, we're talking about we're not making it easy on the consumer. Uh, and we're, we're doing things that make it harder for the consumer to want to work with us. And you, you, we were talking a little bit about this off camera. So we're not going to like throw a state under the bus. But like what it what, tell yeah, I, I this actually, is crazy to me. So. I had someone reach out to me recently that there is a state proposing a bill that would require families that uh, cremate their loved one that in a certain amount of time the body must be interred at a cemetery. Not the 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 remains. The remains, the remains have to be interred. Like cremated remains have to be buried. Yeah, buried or or inurned or you know however the the exact language goes there, but I mean come on, you know and another while you were just talking about the issues going on, we've been talking about this for years. You've made silly mistakes on regulations. Hey, those chickens are coming home to roost now. All right, mm -hmm. so if you have to be a licensed funeral professional to pick up a body and move it from point A to B, that's a problem, okay? Because it's that's, not that's a, a problem. It's not a skill. There's nothing, Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. And so now some of those protectionism regulations are coming about and it's, it's coming home to roost because we can't find anybody. We can't even hire people to go make a transfer removal because of the requirements we made to keep everybody else out of the business. Yeah. How do you like me now? <laughs> that's right. doesn't make sense. So, I mean, I think that, that those are the two big things that, that we're seeing. And then there's always the, the, the technology conversation and, and 
online marketing falls under technology. We're seeing so many, so many different shifts in, in tech and what's available. And gosh, we haven't even talked in this profession about the capabilities of AI and artificial intelligence. And, and you know, you know, there, there's companies that are figuring out ways to automate the arrangement process with artificial intelligence. And so there's just so many things on the tech front um, that the consumer is seeing death care going, wait a second, you guys are doing things differently than every other profession. What are we going to get up to speed? Um, and the platform has never been grander for funeral professionals to be able to capture that attention and capture that conversation and really, really communicate with the consumer. And, you know, I look at, I think everything comes full circle and there's nothing that's happening now in marketing that's different than what it was 60 years ago. The delivery of it is just different. The conversations that you used to have one-on-one at Rotary or Kiwanis or all these things are now happening at a bigger, on a bigger stage, a bigger scale on social. And in our last survey, Again, we haven't put out the results yet. It's wrapping up, but in preliminary results, there's still like 50% of funeral directors that are not engaging on social media through their personal or through their business. And that absolutely blows my mind. Sure. And, you know, and, and it's sad simply because we, we've talked about this. We are a closed small community of professionals. However, we don't reach out to share our greatest attributes of what we can do. And a platform has been given to us through social media to make that happen. Yet, the yellow pages are still there, right? And I'm not saying that everyone is going to use AI for arrangements. And no, there still needs to be a touch. Somebody has to answer the yep. phone. You have to go through the process. They want to communicate, but we're poor communicators, I think, and we have a platform and an opportunity. And who knows? Hopefully, we'll be around to see that take place. But I see living here in Phoenix and being just a regular consumer, I've got some really good stuff that comes to me through social media by local funeral providers. And then there's others. I I have a funeral home that's three blocks from me, and I've never seen anything other than driving by. Nothing. And I'm within the zip code. You're within the zip code? You're right around the street? You're a mile away? Like, if the targeting is correct, you should be getting content on a daily basis from that that firm. I do get it from other funeral homes that are competitors that are a couple miles away. And I actually went and visited one. Uh, because at some point somebody's going to have to take care of me, so uh, I went and did my own pre-need analysis and went through my process. However, it's it's almost maddening. We've we've been doing this what seven years now. Two hundred uh, coming up on eight. Coming up on eight. Two hundred and fifty-eight episodes. And almost, if we reach back and look at some of those early conversations with the exception of how to talk to cremation families. We're at the same spot in a lot of regards. We did step up with technology during the pandemic, but what did we take from there to make it better? You know, Mm -hmm. it's sort of like a life lesson when you're struggling. What are you learning while you're struggling 
to make things better. And that's where I go back to all the legislatures and the rules preventing people from providing funeral service, license this and do this. It's not necessary. You don't need that in order to serve a family. There are certain elements, obviously, I believe that do need to be there. However, um, hearing what's going on now, what's the next iteration where families start rejecting and someone figures that space in there? Look at uh, the natural burial. I think just recently it passed in New York for, uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's for real. And if you're not competing there, I think it's an awesome thing. And if you're not competing on that level, that's who you're going to be competing with. They're doing a wonderful job getting their message out. What are you doing back in the legacy firms about other than being convenient and down the street? I can tell you emphatically, I'm not using the funeral home that's closest to me. I'm using the one that I actually saw their social media stuff and I dropped by and, and talked with them and they were really good people. Yeah. Lots of changes happening. I mean, I think it's still a massive shifting year. We're seeing still a lot of acquisition like, like crazy. Um, you know, we're going to, I fully believe we're going to see some disruptors on, on, in this space. Um, you know, you and I talked about Titan casket last year. Um, they've ruffled some feathers and they're coming full bore guns a blazing and they're, they're, they're growing like crazy and doing some really interesting things. And I just think we're, 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 the, the, this profession is there's a lot of eyeballs outside looking in at death care going, man, this is w the one profession where there hasn't been a lot of massive change that, you know, it's coming. There, there's disruption coming. But the one single thing that we will never be able to remove from this profession and it's good is what you just said. There's still a human element to this. There's still a touch. Funeral professionals have a skill set that nope that, that they were created to be able to do and nobody else can match that the way that they can. Um, but if we don't start getting that message to the consumer in the right way versus sitting back and going, well, they have to use us and let's create more laws that, that require them to, you know, use us, which makes it harder for us to even do our job. But it means that people have to use it. We're just, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. We, we gotta, we gotta start understanding how to communicate better and use the tools that exist to be able to communicate better because that human element can't be removed from, from this profession. No, uh, I just don't think we'll be able to uh, embalm bodies. It's like getting a, you can't get a haircut online. It's just not going to happen. What I, what is interesting to me that I've been watching is we've seen all the private equity and outside mm -hmm. money here. What's going to happen when the death lull drops a little bit and it's not performing that death care portfolio is not performing well. Yeah. What happens then if you're a private equity company that you're fully invested in making money for your investors and it's just not there? You and I were talking earlier about the ebbs and flows of the business. When the death rate's down, you can't manufacture that. You can't change it. You can keep advertising top of mind, but that still doesn't bring bodies through the door. What's going to happen when private equity firms, you you own a new company and they go through that dip and that law, are they going to stay the long term? Because this really is a long term game. That's right. And Jeff, this might be the first time that I've argued with you on this 
on yeah. 258 episodes. Here's what I'm going to say. You cannot manufacture the death rate and more bodies coming through the door, but there's a lot that funeral homes can do if they continue to market the correct way that can manufacture pre-need, monument sales, memorial jewelry sales. Like there, there are a lot of different things with the right content that can manufacture income that's not predicated on the passing of somebody. Oh, I don't, I don't disagree with you. The after sales, you know, with looking out of getting Uncle Joe out of the closet. I mean, that's in, right. <laughs> in an urn. Just want to clear that up so I'm not misquoted out here. I don't want to get canceled, which I should <laughs> times over. But you know, uh, cremated remains. There's a market to finish out that that process. Yeah. We were just saying one state is going to legislate it. Well, why not build a campaign to try to do something with a cemetery or a new service or something along the way, reaching out? Yep. I don't know. So many opportunities, all man. So many opportunities. I'd be in a different spot. Speaking That's of great right. answers, uh, our friends here at CNJ Financial have great answers. If you think things are tough in the business out there, call up a life insurance company right now and try to process a claim. They are struggling at the life insurance companies, just like every other company is out here. And the time and the wait to get that done, C&J cuts that headache out for you. And if you don't know anything about us, we even have a new app. Reach out to me. I'm easy to find. I'm pretty much all over the internet. So uh, that's right. About it. That's right. Oh, eyeballs on way. the commander, and in, in a good way. That is in right. A good way. Yeah. All right, commander. Episode two hundred and fifty-eight. Wow. It's amazing. It's okay. a, it's been a fun run. It is, and it's still going. So until 2.59, have a great effing week. Out here.